Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Probably True, a multi-award-winning podcast containing strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. I went on a date with a boy last night. Well, I say a date. We chatted on Grinder for a while and then realised that neither of us could actually invite the other one back to theirs, so we went for a walk. In the park. At night. Alone. Which, I admit, is a little bit risky and I don't recommend anyone else does that. I can get away with it because, one, watching the news for the last couple of years means I no longer fear death, and B... I've been eating my feelings for so long now that no one's going to drag me into the bushes against my will without a forklift or a team of oxen. Besides, I quite like the excitement of, is he going to fuck me or kill me? It's the only thing that makes me feel alive. Well, that and setting dogs on fire. Anyway, no one was murdered and there was no fucking either. Well, there might have been. There was certainly a couple of shadowy figures on the swings on the other side of the park, but it was really dark so I couldn't see what they were doing. At least, not until my night vision goggles arrive. So we were walking round and chatting and generally flirting and getting to know each other. After a while, it got to that awkward moment where it was time for a bit of a kiss. I call it the tingle. It's like, you both know it's going to happen. It's right there. He's up for it. You're up for it. You like each other. He smells good. The stars are out. The people on the swings are grunting. You move in close. And this time, I didn't want to go any further than that. Not because I didn't fancy him, part of me was entertaining the idea of pushing up against a tree and doing things that would traumatise the squirrels, but just for a moment I was worried that this was going to ruin the evening. Everything was going so well at that point, but what if he's a bad kisser? He has the potential to be a great kisser, but that's the thing about potential, he could also be awful at it. A bad kiss can ruin a lovely date, but on the other hand, a good kiss might make me want to get on my knees and suck his fillings out through his dick. There's no way to tell without snogging him. Right at this moment, in the tingle, we exist in a quantum superposition. He is both an amazing kisser and the date is going really well, and at the same time, it's like getting my mouth caught in a cement mixer. The two exist simultaneously, and there's no way to know without actually kissing him and collapsing the waveform. It's Schrodinger's tongue. Yes, that is a quantum physics joke. Shout out to all those who can hoe and science. This has ruined a lot of perfectly acceptable dates for me before, to be honest. Not science, fuck no, science is awesome. I mean the kissing thing. Like, I'm out with a guy, the chemistry's great, he seems interesting, I'm secretly wondering if I can see us in Instagram photos together, and we all know that's as serious as a relationship can get. And then he tries to eat my face. Or our teeth click against one another. Or worst of all, bad breath. Really just grosses me out. Think about it. Think about the part of your body that you use in every single interaction every day. If it's emitting wafts of the funkiest, stankiest ming, then I am definitely not going to want to go in search of any of the bits of you that you keep hidden. I've noticed this a lot recently, actually. 
Granted, I did just spend a couple of weeks in France, but that doesn't have to be part of it. Even with a diet of cigarettes and cheese and red wine and cigarettes and coffee and cigarettes, your breath doesn't have to stink. Sometimes I think it must be a medical thing. Like, the time I was on the bus sitting behind a guy who was on the phone, which is bad enough on the bus in the first place, but every time he opened his mouth, there was a gust of foulness, like Satan himself had had a really bad curry last night. Times like that, maybe go see a specialist. If people behind you can smell every time you open your mouth, there is no possible way that you're unaware of that level of honk. And even if it's not a medical thing, even if you're a member of the Cat's Arse Tasting Society, mouthwash is a thing. Use it twice a day. Everyone, do this! If you're sitting there listening to this thinking, Oh, I'm glad I'm not that guy. What a dick he must feel right now. Someone would tell me if my breath stank. Answer me this, smartass. The last time you encountered someone with mouth stink so strong that it started to melt your contact lenses, did you say, Good lord, man, get some corsadil in there immediately and maybe some toilet duck, just to be sure? Or, did you just get through the conversation as quickly as possible because you were holding your breath and didn't want to pass out? Exactly. People could quite easily be doing the same thing to you. Mouthwash. Chewing gum. Suck a urinal cake. Don't care how. Just fix it. Sorry, that kind of thing gets me really quite worked up, but I've had a cup of tea and a big poo and I'm back and I'm chilled out now. So, yeah, bad breath is a big one, but it's not the only one, not by a long way. There's plenty of other things that can ruin a kiss. Stuff like too much or too little tongue. It shouldn't feel like you're trying to clean my ears from the inside, nor should it just be an open, empty mouth like I'm making out with a sex doll. Not that I've ever done that but real people should be better kissers than inflatable people that's all i'm saying and don't just keep your mouth closed little tiny pecks are not good kissing unless it's your auntie and she's giving you 20 quid for christmas family members are the only ones where is acceptable and rhythm rhythm is an important thing too although this one can be a little bit weirder because often you don't notice that there's anything wrong to start with and then when you do notice you can't stop thinking about it Like how the logo for this podcast looks a bit like a hipster Hitler. Someone mentioned that to me last week and I damn near packed the whole thing in on the spot because I can't help but see it now. Anyway, going mwah, 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 pause, mwah, 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 pause, isn't a great kissing experience. It's like snogging a clock. I said clock. I kissed a guy like that once, very regular, almost mechanical. And when I mentioned it to him, he didn't seem bothered. He was like, yeah, that's how I kiss. Don't make it weird. Because I'm the one making it weird, not the guy with the metronome for a tongue over here. But even rhythm's not as bad as slobber, that's just gross. If I end up with more spit in my mouth than I started with, something's wrong. If snogging you is like being waterboarded, I'm not going to want to do it. If, after we've smooched, I have to go, mm, and wipe my mouth, or half my face, that's a sign that there's too much slobber involved. The worst thing of all is there's nothing stopping two or three of these things being joined together in a truly horrific mouth assault. Imagine someone whose tongue is everywhere, their breath smells, they've got their set kissing rhythm going, and they're just slobbering all over you. Ugh. And of course this has happened to me, yes. But because my manners overrode my survival instinct, I didn't grab a chair and a whip and fight him back. Instead, I just pretended I wasn't into kissing, so I wouldn't have to deal with it. Which just backfired, because then he just licked my neck and my ears instead. So by the time I'd finished him off and kicked him out, I was covered in stinky slime. I had to go take a shower. Partly to get the smell of him off my skin, but also just to scrub away some of the shame. 
and believe me when I say they don't make water hot enough. Kissing should be like a dance. You've got to take some interest in the other person's enjoyment. It's not as good if you just stomp in, wave your thing about, and then stomp out again. If you want to get to do it again, you have to make sure the other person is enjoying it. Sometimes, if you're in the mood, it's about being dominant and overpowering them, and then yes, you can set your tongue to crazy blender and go for it. But that shouldn't be every time. Yield a little. Take notice of what the other person does, what they want, and how they like things. Start off gentle and slow. Maybe change the rhythm up. Do some pecky kisses. Do some great big smackers. Just don't reenact that bit from Terminator Two where he stabs them one through the throat and out the back of their head. Of course, I did kiss the boy in the park, and to be honest, it was actually a pretty good kisser. It was a nice surprise, really. For the record, we didn't end up scaring the squirrels in the park. I'm classier than that. Fuck you very much. I mean, I did show him my willy, but he wasn't allowed to touch it. That's how classy I am. Also, I'd had three wanks already that day, and I was kind of sore. This was probably true. The multi-award-winning podcast series, written and produced by me, the multi-award-winning Scott Flashheart. This and every other episode of Probably True is available on Spotify, iTunes, and your favourite podcatcher, as well as probablytruepodcast.com, where you'll find links, transcripts of every episode, and all the good stuff. If you like what you've heard, please share it with your friends, leave a positive review, and donate to the Probably True Patreon if you'd like some extra content. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad, or by searching for Probably True Podcast on Facebook. Come at me, bro. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.